Hey, welcome everybody to the Family Mission Podcast. Mark Spellman here with my family, Kimberly. Hello, hello. Samuel. Hello. And Daniel. Hello. And most importantly, you. We are so glad you hit the play button and you chose to spend just a few minutes with the Spellman family today, and we are excited about just having some conversation together. Yes. That's absolutely right. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. These are always super fun. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Welcome, Holy Spirit. That's right. And we're just trusting the Holy Spirit to guide our conversation in such a way that, you know, it's an encouragement to you and your walk with the Lord. And we're going to take, I don't know how many weeks or how many times together, but we really had it on our heart to just kind of dig into some lessons from the book of James. Oh, James. Lesson. You know, the book of James is essentially the New Testament equivalent to the book of Proverbs. Really now? Really now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> tremendous wisdom and tremendous practical application. Oh, practical application. And that's my wife's favorite. We like practical around here. If you guys have listened to this podcast thus far, if you listen to any episodes, mm-hmm. um, we really like to just talk about... because. Bringing things Practical home. is life. Mm-hmm. Life is practical. You do practical stuff all That's the time. Right. There's, there's everyday things, and the Word of God is an everyday book. Yeah. Every it's, minute. It's an every, every minute. day. That's right. So it, it applies to everything, and thankfully the book of James is like said before. It's mm-hmm. like the book of Proverbs. It's a punctuation mark. There's a lot of little- A lot of wisdom. Little pieces that you can take, one little piece, one verse at a time, and yeah. just start applying it. You know, talking about just even the practical aspect, I remember years ago, in fact, it's interesting, it's the first sermon I really remember preaching that, um, humbly, I would say, I thought, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, so you mean you, 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 you preached took, some you, <laughs> that you didn't think were so good? <laughs> well, ooh, I have left, you know, a service thinking, man, that could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> but we were always taught, leave it in the pulpit. Leave it in the pulpit. Just trust it to the Holy Spirit. But I just remember the the truth that kind of hit my heart one day. And I was, in fact, this was still, I mean, we had literally just launched the church and we were meeting in our home. We hadn't even gotten our first building yet. And uh, I was talking about the more spiritual you become, actually, the more um, your life comes together as one. You don't have like a spiritual life and then a natural life. Oh, You're not like all divided into these compartments of, well, I'm spiritual and I'm natural. You know, the more spiritual you become, the more these things just blend into one one life. You become married That's to the right. Spirit. That's right. Because <laughs> a lot of times people, they do that. honestly shall become one. They think they have, you know, okay, let's get spiritual now. Yeah, everyone, everyone gets in spirit mode and they close their eyes close and bow their, their eyes, heads. get intense, you know. And you think about even even those moments. This is a fun little freebie mm-hmm. that I'd like to even share. And this is something that can apply. You know, the Holy Spirit, you think about where just any artistic ability came from. Mm-hmm. came from God. Yeah. You talk about the most beautiful flowers. You look at nature, how artistic yeah. And God created the structure to the molecule of all of these things. Have you seen a snowflake? You can't even appreciate a snowflake without <laughs> like a magn- microscope. And they're so intricate and individual and beautiful, right? And they're just going to melt away. And they're just going to melt away. That's, if that, the things that melt are that individual, how 
established are we who were made in his image. Yeah. Think about the intricacy, the the art. But see, that being said, the most artistic thing you might think, that, that might seem like a very natural talent or something, but that's actually very rooted in who God is. It's a spiritual thing. Yeah. You know, and, and understanding and not letting the counterfeit of the enemy mm-hmm. come and establish and try to take things, be like, hey, no, God is the one with his light and the truth of the of the word mm-hmm. and the direction of the Holy Spirit, right? Those giftings and those talents that God actually came up with mm-hmm. can really begin to, you know, kind of blossom, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so as a family, you I know if you've tuned into any or a few of these podcasts, you perhaps heard us say that as a family, a lot of times conversations around our table or conversations in our home would kind of stem around the question, what did we learn today? And how does it produce change for tomorrow? Come Another on. phrase is unpacking the backpack. Unpacking the backpack, that's right. And that's what learning, what you learned today, all is stem from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the process. And so, again, so the book of James is just a a great conversation starter. And so just jumping right into the book of James, uh, James chapter 1. Let's uh, just take a little... (laughs) Why don't you drop your phone? I did. I went to grab it because I was looking at a translation and it slipped. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So who wants to read here today? Let's grab James chapter 1. I'll read it. And let's just go, uh, just kind of run down through verse 2. Through eight. I'll read verse verse two through eight. James 1, I'm reading the ESV, says this, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Verse five, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. Verse 6, But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. For here he, excuse me, For he is a double-minded man and unstable in all his ways. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, temptations... Trials, tests, it doesn't get any more in the nitty gritty than that. No. Because everybody deals with tests, All of that. Trials and, trials and temptations. But I love how the it starts out. Count it all joy. Now, this is a beautiful image. Mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned this probably way back in some of the earlier episodes of the podcast, but I want to bring it back because this is a beautiful illustration of this very thing. There was some scientists that came up with this like biodome mm-hmm. that it was the perfect environment, mm-hmm. like perfect humidity, perfect amount of fertilizer, perfect amount of sunlight, perfect amount of water, right? You know, the cycles, everything, except there was one thing missing from this dome. Wind. There was no resistance. <laughs> there was no wind. No wind. So all the plants grew with no roots. <laughs> it started tipping over. So they just started falling over. And so come to realize the resistance or what we would call trials, tests, yes. these things, temptations, right. these resistances, you know, it's like a muscle. Mm-hmm. If you want to build a muscle, resistance training is the best way to grow it. So when you're going through a trial or you're going through a temptation, make sure... That you're very aware your strength is being tested. 
That's right. That's right. It, You're flexing your spiritual muscles. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it makes me think about earlier. God's um, gym. I was reading a little devotion that was talking about, you know, it breaks out the Greek, and it was talking in Timothy. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yes. You're going to break out, break the, out Greek. the Greek. <laughs> but um, it was talking about how uh, awesome. Paul was talking to Timothy about, you know, how you're going to, are you going to strive for greatness, or mm-hmm. the the exact terminology, I can't remember. But he, he was talking about, are you going to strive? And that word strive was a Greek word. I can't remember either the actual <laughs> pronunciation of it. But the meaning of it, which is what's the important part, is that it was talking about how an athlete strives to be perfect in their field. Hmm. And that striving involves rigorous training. Discipline. Discipline, sacrifice, hmm. hardships. But it's all in the pursuit of being perfect in their, you know, their your, their sport. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, Paul was talking, Timothy, to are you going to be, are you going to strive like that in your pursuit of the gospel and mm. the kingdom of God? Are you going to be like that, striving to, you know, take on any hardship, take on any sacrifice, any resistance, and push through it and come out stronger on the other side? That's good, Dan. That's really good. Bam. You know, um, there's something that we were talking about even earlier before we kind of went live here on the podcast um, as it pertains to tests, trials, and it pertains exactly to what Dan was saying. And that is, you know, when we face sometimes, I let me just say from my own experience, sometimes when I was working to overcome tests, trials, and temptations in d- different ways in my own life, sometimes if you're even being tempted and you have desires or thoughts that you know are not God's way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ever, ever had a spirit of slap come on you? And you just, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> the flesh come on you? <laughs> it's like, this is not me. I should not be having this thought. Exactly. exactly. That's funny. Uh, you know, revenge, vengeance, <laughs> jealousy, envy, you know, all these different things that we know. We're not supposed to feel that. We're not supposed to yeah. think that. We're not supposed to have the, those are not godly desires. So again, it doesn't matter what you would give as an example, but the beautiful thing is, is that when the Bible says Jesus was tempted in all points, it says in the book of Hebrews chapter four, because this is what James is talking about, tests, trials, and temptations. Here's some joy that we can get a hold of, that Jesus was tempted in all points, yet without sin. Without yeah. sin. So here's here's a very simple point, but man, this will really help you, and it helps me and that is that because he was tempted and did not sin, here's a simple conclusion. Temptation is not sin. Temptation is not sin. But yielding to the temptation. Now that, that's where it gets you. That, that's that's right. sin right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's, here's one of the beautiful things is that sometimes I know that, um, I know I'm not alone, that sometimes because you're having a desire or you're having a feeling, that you know is not godly. It's not God's will. It's not God's way to handle the situation. You can almost begin already experiencing shame. You can already be feeling guilty. You can already feel condemned just because you had the desire, you had the feeling, you had the thought, you got hurt, you got offended, you got upset, you got angry. These different feelings come, but here's what the Bible says. He was tempted yet without sin. So when the temptation comes, here's a great way to break through into victory 
is realize you don't have to accept shame. You don't yeah. have to accept guilt just because you're feeling tempted. Well, and even in those temptations, having the discernment to know that I don't own that. That's not a part. And that comes back to the revelation of who you really are. Mm-hmm. That when that temptation does come, that it's not owned. Like, oh, I'm having this desire. No, that desire's trying to get in. You know, that's a different mm-hmm. mindset. You know, if the desire's knocking on the door, like that's a sale, different. Like a pesky salesman. It's like a pesky salesman. You know, it's, <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's different than it's like, oh, I'm having dinner with the desire. That's different than... If it's knocking on the door. Well, mm-hmm. it's different if you knock on the door and then if you open the door and let that in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so taking the, the no with all, like you were saying, when that temptation comes to not own it, because guilt and shame is connected to owning it. Mm-hmm. It's connected to believing the lie, which is you... You know, you've sinned already. Mm-hmm. You've already... You're already guilty because it's like the devil will throw you know, the rock or the ball in your yard and then blame you, why do you have the ball in your yard? Brother (laughs) Hagen used to say, you may not be able to stop the birds from flying over your head, but you sure can keep them from building a nest on it. Exactly. That's really good. And you know what I did? Of course, you can't see this because this is just audio that you're listening to. Or you can just shave your head. Yeah, <laughs> eliminate all nesting grounds. Exactly. There's nothing to nest on my head because there's nothing but skin. <laughs> so, in other words, keep your heart clean. That's right. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Get out. Keep the clutter out of the heart. And this this comes and truly this comes no matter what temptation, no matter what trial. It says this also in James one verse five. You know, he says this: if any of you lacks wisdom. Let him ask God who gives generously without reproach, and it will be given him. So that right there, even whenever there is these situations, that's the moment where we pursue the Lord. We don't mm-hmm. run from God, but we run to him in the midst of trials, tests, temptations, these things, the pressures of life, the pulls of the flesh, the carnal man, all these things that we're all working out every single day, mm-hmm. you know, pushing to the Lord and say, Lord, what is the wisdom? Holy Spirit, yeah. what do I need to know right now? What yeah. do I need to hear? That's right. That's what we press into. Like you said, the very first thing he says, when we're facing trials, we're facing tests, we're facing temptation, he said, ask for wisdom, because wisdom is what we need. And look at the promise that comes in verse 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trials. And I like, uh, it's the ESV I got here too where it talks about steadfastness. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under the trial, the test, the temptation, because when he has withstood the test, he will receive the crown of life. That's right. You get to receive the crown of life today. That's right. (laughs) So anyway, we just wanted to share just a few thoughts with you today from the book of James, lessons from the the book book of James, James. Um, just real life wisdom. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we all face trials, tests, and temptations, but here's the thing. We can press into joy. We can press into wisdom, knowing that when we do, the Holy Spirit's going to partner with us, and He's going to help us to not answer the door. I love that example, Sam. You know, it's just 
just somebody knocking on the door doesn't mean you don't need to be embarrassed just because something's don't knocking on the door. Have to open the door, the door to just let don't me open in. Open the door. Don't, <laughs> don't invite them in for dinner. Don't, don't open the door. <laughs> and you learn to take that thought and bring it into the obedience to the Word of God by resisting. Call Amen. the cops on it. <laughs> Call the cops. Call Resist the knocks. Resist the knocks. That's all good. That's all good. So, anyway, just want to say thank you for taking some time with us today here on Family Mission. And we just know that we want to bless you with these final words. That's right. Are you ready? May the Lord Lord bless bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. peace.